Coming up, a brilliant leadership lesson from Ted Lasso. And then, are we heading into stagflation? I'll tell you what it is, if we're headed that way, and what do we do about it. Let's go. Helping you win at work so you can win at life with common sense, commentary, and practical coaching. This is the Ken Coleman Show. I'm Ken. Uh, I, I don't know if you were a Ted Lasso fan, and I know that there have been so many articles written from moments of the show, and it's quite a brilliant show, and I've yet to wade into this. Uh, but I, I've got a particular clip I want to show you in just moments that that we all need to see. And we need to see it because it illustrates a human need and brilliant leadership all in one short clip. And in illustrating this, it is going to make you aware, those of you who are leading and in a leadership position, what is at the essence of really great leadership. And those of you who are really frustrated... And lacking in your workplace because you just don't feel like you've got a voice. It's going to highlight what's really going on and what you're dealing with so that you know what to look for. So I'm going to pause this. Uh, I'm going to play it and I'm going to pause and jump in here because this is such an impactful clip. Let's get right to it. Here is Ted Lasso demonstrating great leadership. So I'm officially on the prowl for any new ideas. You hear? Oh. You got something, Nate? Uh, All right, now I'm pausing here immediately. There's Nate, an equipment guy. He's in proximity. He's in the room, if you will, and he's eavesdropping in on the head coach, who is Ted Lasso. And Ted's talking about needing ideas. And in Nate's enthusiasm, because as you, if you watch the show, uh, this is season one, and Nate Nate's character is... Uh, the, the equipment guy, but he's just an absolute soccer geek, X's and O's. I mean, he really eats, drinks, and sleeps it. And so he can't control himself. He's so passionate about it. He's got his own thoughts. They're swirling around in his head. He's fully immersed in the team. And he overhears the leader, the coach, say, I need some ideas, and he lets it out. Ooh. Now, this is where... This character and whoever wrote this, I don't know if they understand great leadership or not. I don't know if this is an accident, but this is so beautiful. I froze it right here because watch what's happening in this next moment. Ted hears Nate. He sees Nate. That's the first thing. He hears the the audible, ooh. He hears, he sees Nate. Now, a lot of bad leaders would ignore that altogether, not even acknowledge it. Ted does. Let's watch what happens next. No. Uh, so, uh, no, no, God, no, never mind. I'm sorry. Come on now. <laughs> You're one of us. Let's go. Fire away. What do you got? Okay. Right. It's just, um, oh, no, in the pocket. It's just something that I thought of. Um, sorry. Oh, not that one. It's, you know what? It's not very even very good. It's probably really bad. You know what? It's embarrassing even. I just, Sorry, Nate. I- All right. We're going to pick up that line. I know I interrupted it right at a good spot. Okay, but we're going to hear this. Okay, now watch what's happening. Remember I said really bad leaders, and most leaders would ignore Nate in the first place. They heard the voice. 
I can see that Nate wants to be involved, but a good leader leans in and Ted actually says, do you have something? He makes an invitation. He says, hey, do you have something you want to share? Now, Nate's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then he goes, yes. And then watch as Ted is patiently. He didn't just say, do you have an idea and give me an invitation? He patiently waits. And this next line is the encouragement because Nate's pulling it out of his pants and he says, all right, here's this crazy idea. Okay. And he's got it all crumbled up and he's still lacking confidence, even though the leader said, share the idea. Watch this. I have a real tricky time hearing folks that don't believe in themselves so i'm gonna ask you real quick again do you think this idea will work yeah i do whoa why are you screaming at us nate we're right here all right come on now walk us through it okay so i thought if we started the attack on the wing jamie could run through near side then when the defense follows sam could fill his spot so use jamie as a decoy no <laughs> no well yeah in, yeah in this case yes let's give it a shot Absolutely brilliant. So so he doesn't ignore him. So bad leaders ignore someone when they show a little bit of interest. Maybe they actually say they have interest, or maybe they just look like they're interested. So first brilliant leadership is Ted says, I see you. I hear you. What do you got? And that's the invitation. So he sees him. He hears him as one. Two, he invites him to give the idea and then encourages him through his lack of confidence. What's the idea? And of course, this classic cheesy Ted Lasso, you know, why are you yelling? You know, but that's just encouragement. Come on. I told you I want to hear it. Say it. Now, the brilliance of this, what this does for Nate, as you watch the rest of the episode and what happens in this moment is it's not that Ted invited Nate to contribute. It's not just that. And it's in its power, it's that they try it. Like the genius isn't that Ted actually says, I want to hear your idea. The leadership genius is when Ted says, All right, let's try it. Let's give it a shot. See, there's a transfer of trust there from Ted Lasso to Nate, and it changes him. Physiological change. So leaders, it's not enough to invite the idea and then dismiss it because that's like a half nod to the person. It's like, hey, if you want their idea, if you think it can work, then actually try it. And that's what's brilliant. And what Ted does in this scene is he gives Nate confidence to share his voice. That's the genius. It's absolutely unbelievable. Here's what everybody wants, leaders. Those of you who aren't in a leadership position, you're feeling a lot of frustration. This could be the cause. Everyone wants a seat at the table. But we want more than a seat at the table. We want a chance to share our voice. It's not enough to be at the table. See, sharing the idea, Nate gets a shot at a seat. He gets a seat. I got a seat at the table there. But when Lasso says, let's give it a shot, let's try it, now Nate's voice has been heard. That's what people want. 73% less likely to be burned out are people who receive adequate recognition. People who get recognized at work like Lasso recognizes Nate. Nate, you got an idea? What is it? Share it. That's the recognition. That's just the recognition part. 
But when Lasso says, let's try it, that's the contribution. People who are recognized are 73% less likely to burn out. Let me tell you something. If you are recognized for your ideas and your contribution, you're given the chance to contribute, you're going to be so much happier at work. So what is at the core of Nate and at the core of all of us? Even those of you that are in a leadership position, you have someone above you. You know what it is? Do you see me? Do I matter? It's a human need. And if that need's not being met, I'm telling you, go to a place where it can be met. Or else your body and your heart will choose it for you. Hey, high school seniors and parents of high school seniors, it's almost graduation time. And if you're not sure about next steps, I want you to listen to this. Coding skills are essential in today's workforce. And my friends at Bethel Tech can help you start a new career really fast and do it cheap. It only takes nine months to complete a Bethel Tech course in UI, UX design, full stack development, data science, or cybersecurity. And your young person can get over a thousand hours of experience in a collaborative environment and then get placed. The average starting salary for a junior developer is $66,000. And the field is projected to grow by 22% over the next five years. Software development is a career with an enormously bright future. And right now, Bethel Tech is offering you 10% off if you watch or listen to the Ken Coleman show and you pay cash. So go to BethelTech.net slash Ken Coleman. BethelTech.net slash Ken Coleman right now for details. Terms and conditions do apply. Helping you get unstuck from the fear and the doubt and the pride that holds you back. Helping you see the systemic problems in our world that create all that fear and doubt and pride. I'm Ken. This is the Ken Coleman Show. If you're enjoying the show and you're listening via your podcast app, I'd love for you to follow us and give us a five-star review. That helps us grow. I'd love for you to take an extra step and share the show as well. And then if you're watching via YouTube, we would love for you to subscribe and like comment and share all those things that helps us grow also if you are a parent you've got a young person specifically high school age and you are increasingly worried about how are they going to choose their future what's your role as a parent to help them figure that out they're not teaching that in school and that's why i just started decided to release a curriculum it's based on what i teach on the show what i write about in my books it's called foundations in career discovery it is for teenagers teaching them what the school system does not. It is also for you parents to give you the tools for discussion and encouragement for that young person in your life. The course is only $49.99 for one student for one year. Additional students can be added for $30 a year. Uh, With the course, you get the free teacher account. That's for you parents. You're not having to sit and teach classroom style, but allows you discussion and accountability for your student. Uh, additional resources that will help with that, uh, student progress tracking in a grade book, and each student gets free access to my Get Clear Assessment for Students. This is my uh, very popular assessment tool that gives you self-awareness. And now we have it for students. KenColeman.com slash student is the website. KenColeman.com slash student. Okay, 
It's time for another economic lesson. Here's where we are. Here's where we could be going and what you need to be doing. Okay? That's what we're going to pay off. Here's where we are. How many of you remember a term in middle school called stagflation? Any of you guys in the booth? Honestly, be honest. No. They're 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 not even paying attention to the show. Uh stagflation is a little known term you 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 learned about it in middle school it was in the book but we don't talk about it a lot but let me just tell you it's a bad thing right now the US economy has been this weird frankenstein type economy what do i mean by that well We've seen negatives like high inflation, but we've seen positives such as low unemployment rate. 3.5% is the latest number. Been hovering in that 35 3.4%, which is historically low. So it's kind of weird. We've also seen wages increase, but of course, your cost of goods through inflation. Right? So it's just been this weird combination. So our feckless Fed chair, Jerome Powell, who helped create all the inflationary uh, environments, if you will, the winds of inflation coming out of the pandemic, has now tried to get in with the Fed and manually force a decrease in inflation. How has he done it? Nine interest rate hikes. We're expecting another quarter point interest rate hike next week. That'll be 10 interest rate hikes. Okay. That is now having an effect on the economy that interest rate hikes historically do. What does that look like? We are now seeing the gross domestic product slowing to 1.1%. I reported on the show yesterday in the uh, third quarter of 2022, and uh, the gross domestic product was about 46 And then as we look at the uh, fourth quarter of 2022, it dropped down to 3.4%. And so the first quarter of 2023 now we're at 1.1%. That's below the expectations. For Wall Street, they thought it would slow to 1.9. So this is negative. We're seeing the gross domestic product, the value of goods and services, they're dropping. Now, the Federal Reserve's inflation gauge that they pay the most attention to is the personal consumption expenditure. And you see it in the news as PCE index. That increased to 4.2%, higher than the expected 3.7%. So what does that mean? It means that the buying habits of we the people are still very robust, and it is driving inflation up. It is driving wages and salaries up. So now, this is leaning towards stagflation. What is stagflation? This is the Ken version. I'd be the coolest government teacher you ever had, I promise. Keep it simple. Stagflation is when we see an increase in inflation, and we have seen that over the last year and a half, and we've seen it in the latest numbers for the first quarter. Inflation is now increasing. But we see a decrease in growth. The GDP is shrinking. Now, 
We are not in stagflation because there's one other factor that has to be true, and that's for unemployment to rise. So we aren't there yet. We're in this pre-stagflation situation. But Jerome Powell has been on record as saying that a rise in unemployment is a necessary evil and it will be a result of rising interest rates. And by the way, he's historically correct. So we're not in stagflation, but quick review, stagflation sucks because here's what happens. Inflation is up, so the cost of living is higher. The economy slows down, and as a result of the economy slowing down, profits drop, companies lay people off, and unemployment rises. That's stagflation. We're close. Many people are predicting that we're going to be there in the third quarter this year, third or fourth quarter. The latest comment on unemployment, which concerns me, is that there is a lagging report date, essentially, on what we get every month. So when we say, okay, the the uh, January unemployment numbers, the April unemployment numbers, that's a laggy measure. It takes a while to gather that. So the unemployment rate, even though I can say today it's 3.5%, it's actually not today. We just don't know what it is because it's about a month, six, eight weeks behind, something like that. Okay, So all that to say, the unemployment rate will go up if we see ourselves going to a recession. And, and I don't want to be a doomsday person, but I got to tell you, it's going to happen. We, we've seen big tech laying people off because of a potential recession, and they started doing that in the third and fourth quarter of last year. Now here we are at the end of the first quarter of 2023, and I'm telling you, companies get scared. You see more reports like this. This is a Yahoo article. You see more reports of, of a looming recession and things like stagflation, and companies will lay people off. They are going to tighten the belt just like you would tighten the belt. So why am I telling you this? I unfortunately think that our Fed chair, who does not represent, in my opinion, a wise monetary chief, he doesn't represent it to me. Because here's the deal. I would rather deal with inflation than I would stagflation. See, I can adjust my budget. But I would rather have my job and adjust my budget than not have my job and still deal with higher cost. But I'm telling you, I think you're going to see a lot of layoffs if these numbers continue. That's if. If the GDP continues to shrink and inflation stays stubbornly high, folks, some of you are going to get laid off. So I'm warning you, be ready. Be ready financially. Be ready professionally. Do you, have, do you have a diversified income? Do you have three or four people that you know you could call and you have a good shot at moving into different industries? I'm telling you to be aware. This should not sneak up on you. We've got the financial resources at Ramsey Solution. I've got the professional resources. We can help you weather the storm. But if this continues, there will be a higher unemployment rate, and it will affect some of you. But you can be okay.
Well, I was uh, recently in Kansas City. Uh, it was last Thursday for my very first live event solo. I'm usually out on the road in some form or capacity with uh, Dave Ramsey. It's like a, it's like Dave and the Davettes, you know. And I said, you know what, let's do a little solo tour. So we've got four events. Uh, we finished the first one in Kansas City last Thursday night. It was magical. It's called Breakthrough. And I, I named it Breakthrough because this event is for anybody who professionally and, of, of course, financially, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. And I'm going to speak on the formula for breakthrough. I don't care where you are in any area of your life. This 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 would relate to relational, physical, the whole nine yards. And I teach on that clarity, confidence, breakthrough. How do you get clarity, confidence, and courage? How do you get that breakthrough? And then we open it up to the floor, and it's a super fun environment. It's just live questions, baby. The Ken Coleman Show on steroids, just live, no filtering, nothing. And it was magical. We have three more events. Chicago, Illinois, May 16th. Atlanta, Georgia, May 18th. Dallas, Texas, May 23rd. Tickets only start at 50 bucks. Now, let me tell you who came to this event. We saw people who were hungry. There was there were tears, and there were cheers. There were hugs and high fives. And so if this is something for somebody in your family or your friend group, get them a ticket. We have a discount. It's called couples, but you don't have to be an actual couple. But you can buy two tickets at a discount. We have a VIP ticket. And tickets started just 50 bucks, And so bring them um, because we're going to encourage their hearts and equip them to move forward, to not accept being stuck. So there it is. Chicago, Illinois, May 16th. Atlanta, Georgia, May 18th. Dallas, Texas, May 23rd. All of the details, KenColeman.com slash events. KenColeman.com slash events. We're only three weeks out. Uh, so I would love to see you there. And we still do have tickets available. It's going to be special, special. KenColeman.com slash events. All right, back to the phones we go. John is on the line in Cincinnati, Ohio. John, you're on the Ken Coleman Show. Hi, Ken. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's going on? Well, I feel stuck at my current company, just to give you a summary. Um, I've been there for four years now. Um, I started when I was 23. Um, out of high school, I didn't go to college. I did a little bit of EMS work, and then I did a bit of retail. Okay. <clears throat> and then um, I, I got this job, and it paid more. I enjoyed it. It was easy. And then uh, COVID started, and so I was pretty happy to have a job. I worked it for four years up till now. What is this and job? Now, uh, it's a aviation repair company. Um, what do you do? At first, I was doing basic factory work, but now I transitioned to a maintenance department. So you're working on airplanes? Not so much. Uh, maintenance here, uh, we fix the uh, VTLs, machinery, stuff to fix the airplane parts. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right. And you enjoyed it at one point, but now you don't. What happened? Um, I guess I've been tossed around the company quite a bit. Um, I had a bad experience with management. Um, I was on an off shift and at, originally I was doing basic factory work and I was doing as much as I could to learn as much as possible. And it was to the point where they couldn't replace me and they wouldn't let me advance either because they couldn't replace me. So they would just keep me in my same spot for a while. And, uh, they kind of had a carrot in front of the donkey. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. if you do really well, we'll get you this or that. And there's yeah. a lot of opportunity to climb there, but I've been there for so long. Yeah. I'm burnt out. Yeah. And I no don't really growth. know if it's, a good idea to stay any longer. It's not. 
It's not because they've <laughs> because the fact they've dangled that carrot in front of you and not not given you any kind of clear path to get there. See, right. the carrot is an emotional trigger. Yeah. But if the carrot isn't followed up by a very clear path to how you get there and how we measure your performance that thus kind of clicks off each milestone, then it's just manipulation. And that's what you feel like. Yeah, that's how I felt for yeah. quite some time. I'm After sorry. switching departments to maintenance, it, it did help. But overall, yeah. Yeah. just it, it's still taking away from me because I have that feeling of I'll be 27 next month and I'm, yeah. I'm like... Is you want to grow. What I want to do. I want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? And don't tell me you what? don't quite know, because I'm pretty convinced you have a couple of ideas. I have a couple ideas, but Good. the it, reason why I didn't go to college, like right out of high school, is because I didn't know what I want to do, and I don't want to go into debt. Well, um, but wait a second. But, Let's just talk about the ideas and see if we can do it without debt, because I know we can. And then okay. let's see if we can do it without a degree, because it's possible you can. Let's figure it out. Yeah. What are the ideas? Um, well, I said I did a little EMS, so I was thinking about something in medical. Um, what? And I've always been. Um, don't tell me be, you don't know. Tell me. What if What if you knew I could place you in that tomorrow? What would you be doing in the medical field? Possibly x-ray tech. X-ray tech. Fantastic. Fantastic. X-ray tech. All right, let's look it up. That's just, I'm feeling froggy today, John. Let's look it up. Uh, because I want people to follow along with what I'm doing, okay? I'm on the Google. I'm about ready to go on this thing called the Google, all right? Here we go. Here we go. Does, and I type really slow. Alex knows this, so this is not for drama. Does, and I'm also live on the air, so it's making me even slower, but relax. It's good television right here. Does an X-ray tech need a degree? That's about how slow I type that. Oh, one too many E's. Uh, to be eligible for licensure in the state, uh, they must graduate from a diploma, certificate, or degree program. So this is hmm. just Tennessee. All right? Hmm. You are in Ohio. Uh, hmm. Let's also see here. Um, let's just see. In Ohio, let's go on the Google. Um does an x-ray tech need a degree in Ohio? Uh, how do I become an x-ray tech in Ohio? Uh, again, same thing. Complete a diploma, certificate, or degree in the modality. Uh, pass the required exam, submit an application, receive your license. So, my friend, you've got some research to do, but it appears to me you do not need a college degree. You can use mm -hmm. one, but this comes back to my questions that I teach everybody as it relates to Pivoting in your career and college. There's two questions. Right. Is a college degree the only way to get where I want to be? Or is it the best way? And I don't think it's either in this situation. But you've got some work to do. To be a radio radiology tech, uh, x-ray tech in Ohio, doesn't look like you need the college degree. What's the other idea? If it wasn't that, probably be something in IT. I'm pretty decent with computers. Oh, well, I got great news for you. I don't even have to use the Google on this one. You definitely do not need a degree to get in IT. And here's what I want you to do. I'm going to have Christian give you the phone number for Bethel Tech. BethelTech.net is for everybody else who wants to learn about my partners here. Uh, they're out in California. They supply enormous amounts of talent, many from this very show. 
audience members that are working in Silicon Valley. It is a mm-hmm. nine-month program, John, and right now it's 15000 But i got to tell you, Ryan told me they're about ready to reduce the rate again. We have so many students right now in Bethel Tech that are from this show making six figures. Some are starting at 75. Just out of nowhere, no experience at all. So, John, will you call Bethel Tech and tell them I sent you? Yeah, sure. Listen, they'll give you all the information. They'll answer all your questions. You can do it online. So, we got X-Ray Tech and we got IT. I want you to talk to Bethel Tech about what it looks like. Put them to the test. Mm -hmm. Have them tell you all the success stories. I shared one at this event in Kansas City, the breakthrough event that I just talked about. One guy, never worked in tech before, young guy, in his mid-20s, your age had two offers before he even finished Bethel Tech. Both were six figures. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. I'm not guaranteeing that for you. But the point is, is that there's tech in every industry in the world. So Mm -hmm. the other homework assignment, besides you calling Bethel Tech, is you need to talk to some people that are in x-ray tech in your area. You need to get on the Ohio certification process, and look at it. There are schools that will train you that are not four-year degrees, and you don't have to go in debt. You got a good job. You're also young enough, strong enough, smart enough to go work a side hustle or two. Make it $20 an hour or more. How can you do that in Cincinnati? And save up the money to cash flow X-Ray Tech or IT through Bethel Tech. John! Nothing holding you back. This is the Ken Coleman Show. Thanks for listening to the Ken Coleman Show. For more, you can find the show on demand wherever you listen to podcasts and watch the show on YouTube. You can also find Ken across all social media by following at Ken Coleman.